This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. A very happy Victory Monday to all of you. My name is Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. You're listening to On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket, 402-464-5685. That's the Honda Lincoln Hotline. It's also the Sarder Heyman text line. As always, we want to hear from you. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. See what's going on here in the studio. Interact with us on all those platforms as well. If you head over to YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a share. We greatly appreciate every single one of you. And we're going to talk some Husker basketball. Because we have a Husker Hall of Famer in here. A guy that is now calling games for Husker basketball. So who better to break it down? Before we do all that, how you doing, Strick? Uh, it's, a, it's a Tuesday. It's a... Taco Tuesday. A taco t- you, that, that, eat some tacos. I had a taco kind of salad last did night. Did you? Look at it. You were a little early. I was. It's all right, though. Well, Taco Tuesday, man. Let's get it started. I don't know. I might jump on on it. You know, sometimes you can find those places, those locations that have those great deals on Tuesdays and give you a nice little taco special. You can always find them at Tipsy Tina's. Tipsy Tina's. And I'm pretty sure uh, the guys at Lincoln's Pub were here yesterday, and they do uh, Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Taco Tuesday. I wonder when Taco Tuesday. I don't know. Tuesday when did that stump? When? Did, yeah, like how did that jump <laughs> yeah, off? It just became a, a freaking. Thing. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. And it's yeah, uh, they give the margaritas a nice little discount. Oh, I'm a big margarita drafts. guy. Are you a margarita? guy? I'm a big margarita guy. Absolutely. Are you a margarita guy? I am not. No. I don't know, man. You I, like tequila? Not a tequila. Guy. Listen, okay. I got. I got. I got a. I got a tequila situation. Right. <laughs> so um, during this was probably during COVID. I was I was one of the travelers. Like I was hitting. The I road. remember you were telling me about I was that. Out, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Went to Mexico. Right. Had a small group of us. We all went down there. We went to Cabo. I think we were in Cabo. Oh, nice. And we went into an authentic tequila shop in Mexico. It was all tequila. Everything. Te- I mean, it was tequila. Coffee with coffee, a tequila with Ooh, coconut. Well, that Teque- might be why. It was I love all tequila, types but of I stuff. Draw the no, line but it was there. actually they were mixed together. It was like in like a bottle. In a bottle. It wasn't like you mix it in the coffee. It was already mixed, right? Huh. I mean, it was tequila everything. And so they were odd. they were giving samples while we were in there and I was like they were like strict, you want to say no because I'm used to tasting Don Julio and <laughs> Don know, Pepe. Pepe. Yeah, just Jose the, Cuervo. Yeah, yeah. No. Jose Cuervo, so, I'm a big fan of. So they told us they were like that's not real tequila. That was what they told me. They were like that's not real. Who was telling it with the guys? The, 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 the people store? down there, yeah. yeah. And they were like, "No, try this." I, I, I was like, "No, no," because in my I, mind, you're not a big tequila guy. I'm thinking it's going to hit the heart. <laughs> I'm going to grow hairs <laughs> on my chest. I'm thinking all so of that heartburn. Yes, but I took that tequila, and it was so smooth. Really, it was so good. I bought eight bottles and brought them home. <laughs> really? So one of my boys, I might have to get shout out that. to Tim G. Uh, 
Tim G out in Orlando. Uh, I said, Tim G, I know you drink tequila and you love it. And you talk about 1942 and <laughs> you're a Sincora and all this stuff, right? Which is pretty expensive tequila. And, and actually, worth. I actually like Sincora. Sincora is right. one I'll drink. Uh, but nonetheless, I gave him a couple bottles of that. And he's like, when are you going back? <laughs> I need that. Do you still have some? I drunk all of that. Oh, I was about to say, I'd love to drink all that. So it's like an authentic yes. Mexican tequila. Yes. Yes. And it doesn't have that. Like literally, you can literally pour it in a glass and put ice. Just a little bit of ice and sip that. You don't take it to the face. It's not a shooter. You just sip just it. sip on it? Sip on it. Ah, that's why. Well, I had a buddy in college who drank tequila sodas. Ooh. So it would be well tequila and club soda. <laughs> I don't know where he came up with wow. it. But he was a bit of a psychopath. But it, uh, it got him feeling weird, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What else was I going to say? I was about to say something, too. What else? Oh, um, tequila, supposedly, like the bottom shelf tequila you get at the bars is actually vodka-flavored tequila. So they flavor it like tequila, but it's not like it's it's just vodka. Also, I heard that gold tequila, you know how there's like the silver and gold. Gold tequila and something is called. just food coloring for silver tequila. I don't know if either of those are true, so don't well, quote me on that whatsoever. But that's what I was told. It might have been someone just that. messing with me. Yeah, I don't know, it, and <laughs> it could know. be that's a United States thing. You're probably right. It might be because I'm. But it wasn't honestly, it all it all kind of tastes the same to yeah. me. I don't really taste too much of a difference. All right, I digress. We'll get on with it. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Start him text line. I want to know your thoughts from the game last night? I'll run through the box score real quick, and Strick will get your reactions. Nebraska starts out the season one and zero. They defeat Maine seventy nine to sixty six. Sam Greasel, uh, the high scoring man, uh, twenty two points on eight of twelve shooting, which which is pretty efficient. Also Very had efficient. nine rebounds, three assists. Uh, behind him is Casey Tamanaga with nineteen coming off the bench, seven of twelve shooting, three from seven from three. Uh, also, to mention Jawan Gary, the transfer has a double-double, 14 and 11 off of 5 of 15 shooting. As a team, Nebraska shoots 46%, 32 from 3. They dominate in the rebounding category, 44 yeah. to 27. The assists will go to Maine, though. Maine was 16, Nebraska with only 12. Nebraska did get to the line quite a bit more, too. Um Strick, the biggest thing that, that sticks out to me is probably the bench production from Kase Tamanaga because we saw it last year, Flashers. You would say, this guy could be the sixth man of the year in the Big Ten. And then you have games saying, this guy shouldn't be on the court. So that was one of the big things that, that, that stood out to me. Also, Greasel, kind of the go-to guy there in the second half, took over that game there when it was starting to get a little bit closer, too close for comfort. What, what's kind of your biggest takeaways from this one? Well, one of the things, as you said, great bench scoring, um, and it goes back to what I said uh, last uh, before the game, actually. Right. We kind of talked about it early um, and last week. This team is one of those types of teams where you're not going to know from night to night who's going to be the guy. And it shows up right here. Right. I mean, Casey Tamanaga in 20 minutes, 19 points. And he, he, you know, it was efficient too. An efficient night. Well, points. it didn't start off that way. Right, right. <laughs> it started. And he got off, the he, hot hand, and he was yeah. First out. half, first right. half. He well, what I loved is, you know, Coach Harburg sent him to the bench. He said, "Hey, you, you know, some of you those shots it. you were taking, bro, <laughs> young fella, come on over here, have a seat." 
And I think it was a great, yes, great learning lesson. And so here's the other thing. C.J. Wilshire started the game, just wasn't playing very well. You know, not that he's he's not capable. It's just that he didn't play very well. And Fred was going with the guys that were hot in the opportunities. And that's where you see Gary stepped up, had the type of aggression. See, I love Gary because of the versatility that he brings to the team, his ability to play probably up to five positions. They can throw a lot of different lineups at you. He's strong enough. He's physical enough. He's a leaper. They get out in open court. They got hands on balls. They hit the floor. Those are all the things you want to see. Look, it may not tell it totally. I mean, they won by 13, but it may not tell it totally. In the in in the box scores because obviously you know this team they got hot as well in the second half they shot 41 percent from three didn't shoot great from the free throw line uh, they weren't very big in size but they had guys that can get buckets you know almost fifty percent from the field yeah they just didn't have as many possessions as the Huskers did because the Huskers pounded the glass on them a little bit so which was nice to see that was good to see because that's that 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 lack of physicality and that, that's effort mm-hmm. you know. Getting offensive rebounds, winning the rebound battle, that's effort. That's putting bodies on guys. That's being aggressive. That's, that's, that's extra energy that you have to exert. So all of those things are, are, are great to see earlier in the season. Absolutely. Because hopefully that will continue. to. And those are lessons that coaching staffs, when they're watching film, they can have discussions with those, those guys about. What do you make of – Blaze starting the game, but then kind of interesting, and he wasn't in foul trouble. He didn't have a single foul in the night, but only plays 10 minutes. Do you, do you think that's going to be kind of the reality of this season no, for him? No. Or it was a matchup. The hot hand, the matchup? Like- it was a matchup. Okay. It was a matchup situation because he was out there, and what was happening is um, I, I think it was Freebergs. Freebergs was an undersized – he's an undersized stretch uh, five – and he was getting looks because Blaze wasn't able to get out to him because right. of the sets that they were running. Um, and the help and the recoveries were a little bit difficult for him. And so getting out to him, Freebergs got hot. I mean, he, he was running off threes on them. And so they basically went with a smaller lineup so that they can match up a little bit better. So it, it was really a matchup situation. And, that, and that's, what's, that's what's good about this team. That's what you, you're glad you have the abilities and the capabilities of doing. I think they went with Breidenbach a little bit. Who also who has a little bit well, more experience. And, and a little bit more you know, fleet of foot. Right. So those are, those are good. Those are good to see. Does it concern you at all? I know a big issue last year for Nebraska was the inefficiency from the three-point line, especially from, from guys that you expected to hit threes. Uh, Nebraska, seven for 22. Now, three of those seven were from Kese, who went three of seven. Juwan Gary goes one of four. Bandamil goes 0 for three. CJ, like you said, struggled from the floor, one for five. Do you think that's going to be a concern for this team moving forward, or or do you think it's just kind of an off? Well, again, because they have shooters. Again, if you if you if you can really go back and track it, a lot of the shots that were missed were bad shots. Right. Not bad right. shots, right, and right, right. they were just they were challenged, or they were. You know, you could have got a shot fake and got in a little bit deeper and made one. And then when they did get those open shots, for the most part, they hit them. They missed a few that they probably could have knocked down. But they made more than they missed when you had those situations, when you made the extra pass or the extra play. Because um, that's what that's that's what Maine was doing. Maine was moving the ball very efficiently and effectively. 
And so uh, you would hope that you can learn out of that yeah. to not take those shots. I mean, you're, it's, it's just a natural thing by percentage, by nature, um, unless you're a pro. And even as a pro, your numbers seem to go down a little bit more as a hand gets up in, in, into your face. It's just, right. it's just a natural thing. Right. And that's the thing, too, is I think this team is going to continue to shoot threes. Correct me if I'm wrong, Strick. But sometimes, I guess, they just don't fall. Sometimes. Sometimes they do. I mean, that's just the reality of basketball, especially how it's played nowadays. I mean, you're going to put up a lot of threes, and, and sometimes they're going to go in, sometimes they're not. Um, well, what they did do is when they realized that they weren't going, they attacked. And so you understand that the message is being delivered right. from the coaching staff is that you got to get in there and attack the rim if you you're right. not making shots, and right. they did that, which is which is good to see too because there were a lot of times last year we didn't see that as absolutely much. You just settle for threes, and I don't like that either. Yeah, uh, cheeseburger says Nate, how did your Hokie Mountaineers do? The Virginia Tech Hokies won by 38 against Delaware State, so the reigning ACC champs off to a good start, so that's your hokey uh, basketball take for the day. we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. NFL Buy or Sell coming up next on The Block.